Oh yeah, so I was looking up um, street racing in my neighborhood, and apparently it's a popular okay. thing here. Huh. So that's why you guys can sometimes hear like cars and stuff race by. Oh. We have a train about a mile away that I can hear sometimes about nine o'clock. Yeah, I got one that's uh, a current train from here that's like maybe four kilometers. It's like same thing. I just live by the highway, so it's just cars. Mm. Um, I hate, I, said, I hate city uh, noise, traffic noise. Yeah. That was the problem with the old place. I know it's like sometimes on the podcast, I just hear like a loud motorcycle go by. Yeah, I used to live in the city. So like I, I used to be used to that. And now that I grew up out here in the uh, suburbs, the I don't hear any of that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I love how quiet we... this neighborhood is. The highway is a little farther out, so you don't. I don't hear it as much. It's mostly airplanes. Like mm-hmm. that's that's mostly what I've heard. And considering I lived in near the airport most of my life since I was seven, it's pretty much that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember when I stayed at my best friend's house when I went to visit him like the first time four five years ago, four years ago, four years ago. Like he it was right next to the train tracks. So like every every like time I would hear it, and I'm like that's my way home. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll begin. Yeah, baby, yeah. Well, everyone, welcome to the Trash Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around, talk about the games they've been playing, things going on in their lives. Stay have with me, Justin. I put way too much effort into this video for an audio podcast. <laughs> they look good. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Uh, no more blue lighting. That That's just like a my webcam likes to reset its uh, color settings yeah. randomly for some reason. But I did fix the white balance. That's true. And we also have Ben. I'll help you out, but I'll cost you coin. Where's that from? No, no I was just trying Is that to. Gerald? I was trying to do Gerald. I'll, oh, I'll okay. I'll, I'll, no, it's okay. I'll leave. It was awful. <laughs> I can't. I can't be as cool as Jerry. Okay, I'm sorry. Have, I'm sorry. How far have you gotten with the Red Baron? I literally just like found the dude's body. There's something it's I won't a, blurt out right now and just like, spoil it for you, but I can't do that. Like, I literally went to, like, because I was like, well, I, I, I was told, I'll be, oh, sorry, uh, no, I'm not, I was just told either go here or meet the Red Baron. Um, as one of Justin's cats vehemently does not want me to go to the Red Baron. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, or the Bloody Baron, as he's called in my version. It's <sighs> the same guy? Yeah, it's the same guy. Okay, so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, I haven't gotten there yet. Nope. I was on my way until I was like, let's play Animal Crossing before the show starts. Oh, wait, the show's not going to start for another hour. Okay. Perfect. Never mind then. Uh, so let's start with Justin. Yeah. So I've played a bunch more Final Fantasy XIV. End of story. No, that's... <laughs> um, I have. But did I... Had I gotten to level 30 before? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so yeah, I got to level 30 and got to upgrade my, uh, Arcanist, um, to Scholar slash Summoner. And it's really cool because it's not just, like, usually you get to, you get on cost to level 30 and it can, like, become something else. So you get, like, a, like a job soul or whatever it's called. Um, and yeah, so, like, you, soul stone, that's what it's called. Uh, so you equip the soul stone, and then like that base job or that base class becomes the new job. 
Uh, but with the Arcanist, you actually get two soul stones. So basically, you're like every level, you're leveling up your scholar and your summoner. And they're two fairly different classes. The scholar is actually a like a healer class, and the summoner is a ranged DPS class. So like at any given time, without having to put extra experience into one of them, I can just switch back and forth between healer and DPS for whatever I need to do. It's really cool. So I essentially have two loadouts through the rest of the game. Um, and I haven't jumped into Scholar too much. Uh, I did my level 35 class quest for it. And I saw that, like, you get a little fairy companion when you're a Scholar that does all your healing for you. And it re- it keeps up. Like, every time I got hit, it's boom, heal, boom, heal. It's like auto potion in Final Fantasy IX, where it's like you take five uh, HP of damage and boop, heal. <laughs> uh, so, like... I never worried about dying. I would just go up and tank as a as a healer because I knew that my fairy would have my back. Uh, but it was also kind of boring because, like, when you're a healer class and your healing is automated, there's not a lot else for you to do. <laughs> um, so I've been defaulting to the summoner because I really like the summoner. Uh, unfortunately, I wish it was like a necromancer type class where you get like multiple summons out with you at once and you can just like send your minions out to attack for you it's not quite like that you have uh one active summon at any time um i forgot my camera's higher now <laughs> you you get one active summon uh which alternates between either carbuncle which is more of a um like kind of a small like support slash slight attack minion um and then uh, Ifrit, which is like all out attack, uh, you know, fire based, obviously. And then right now I also have uh, Titan, which replaced one of the other carbuncles I used to have and is mostly support. Um, it has like an earth armor special ability that like absorbs damage you take, uh, but also goes out there and, you know, hits too. Um, so it's it's really cool, but it kind of sucks to have to choose which one you want to have out at any given time, and there's not that much difference between them. Um, but I do know there's some of the later abilities that like uh, are just kind of like you switch out your summon, use their power, and then switch to the next one. So they are a little more situational, which is cool. Um, but there's honestly almost like too much to manage already at level 38, I think, 39, something like that. Um because I have a few abilities that are, like, the same thing, but on different, uh, like, for example, I have Ruin, which is just, like, a non-elemental uh, uh, ranged attack. And there's two different versions of it. There's one that actually has, like, a like a timer it takes to uh, hit, and it does more damage. And then there's one that's, like, cast <clears throat> instantly, but does less damage. Um, but they're on the same cooldown. So it's like it's kind of weird stuff like that. We have to like figure out when to use different versions of the same thing, um, and like I have different status things. And like one is an instant cast, and another one takes like two seconds to cast, and they're on the same cooldown. And so it's like trying to juggle when to pop each of the abilities is a little overwhelming already. Um, it makes me kind of wish I would have stayed healer because it's easier. But you gotta I, I like your rotations, it. man. I know. But like I said, it's tricky when like certain things are on the same timers. Uh, you just kind of get into the rhythm of hitting the buttons, and you're like, "Wait, no, I don't have to hit that one again." I have a friend who's um, uh, in the end game. 
for this. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was just showing me all the different classes uh, today. And one of the classes that looks really cool, uh, you might like this one quite a bit, is the Red Mage. Yeah, I was looking at that one. And basically, like, you're casting spells from from uh, afar, and then to build up your gauge, so you can run in, rush in, and, like, do, like, uh, like an Omni-Slash or something, and then back out, and then back to uh, casting. It's oh. pretty sick, yeah. So in this, Red Mage isn't so much of a, like, a black-white mage, it's more of, like, a dps slash tank yeah it's a, t- it's a dps huh i guess range slash melee is what i meant um because usually red mage is just like they they don't get <clears throat> as powerful of black or white magic but they get both um but i guess because like the white mage and black mage get healing and offensive attacks there wouldn't be really anything special about a red mage in that case that sounds really cool and then the blue mage can basically do anything like everything. Yeah, it's like super tricky though. You can't it level it up fun. as far as the other classes. I think its cap is at sixty. Hmm. But um, and it's not even like a main class. It's like a it's like a side class apparently. It's yeah. Weird. Um, but it looks cool. Eh, I don't know. I do want to try red mage though. Like that's I think when I hit fifty, I'm gonna grab that one. Um, probably not like level it all the way, but just kind of try it out. Um, but yeah, that's still really fun. Uh, we've done some, some awesome dungeons and stuff, uh, with hit or miss party members, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, for the most part, I've actually, uh, I want to talk about VR, uh, for once because I... Are you going to shit on it? No, actually. What? I know. Um, (laughs) I, like, I understand VR now. (laughs) I still think there's a lot of bad VR out there. Oh, there um, is, totally. Yeah. Which is what I've always made fun of before. Like, things that really, like, they just don't justify being in VR. But um, I picked up an Oculus Quest to not bury the lead. And uh, finally, I should say, I've been wanting one for, like, months. Um, and it's really cool, mostly because of the touch controls. Or touch controllers. So, in the past, everything I've seen of VR is, like, you know, some... Uh, like some head movement, uh, and that's about it. Like maybe one or two buttons, like on the device itself. Um, like the most complicated thing I'd seen before was the uh, the daydream, like the Google daydream, and because that had a little like remote motion controller thing, but it constantly desynced and was pretty basic as far as what the controller could do. Plus, it had no games on the store. But Oculus, you know, that's like the name in VR. Um, And I never totally understood why people make such a big deal out of it. Because it's just like, you have your headset on, you're looking around, and then you have a controller. Like, it's not that cool. You're still playing the same game with the same controller. You just have your, you know, like, you can put your look controls on your head. It's not that great. But having those touch controllers, like, basically being able to push a button to, like, grip things um, is really cool. Like, that's the main thing about it, is, like, the, the really satisfying trigger, uh, the the way it, like, actually can sense, like, where your fingers are on it. Um, like, it can move, like, your index finger, um, your thumb, I think, it can register, and then, like I said, the kind of the grip button on each controller uh, that changes you basically from, like, you know, hand out to, like, closed fist or whatever. 
uh, that's all a game changer. Um, because one of the first things I did was like the opening tutorial game thing that just kind of goes through like a, you know, here's how you look around. Here's how you move. Um, because like the, the room scale VR is really cool too. Actually being able to walk around. Uh, I don't have a very big space right now. When I get in the basement, I'll be able to actually like open up my, uh, my guardian. What's that called? Like the guardian barrier. I don't basically like the amount of room scale you have. Um, but right now it's like kind of a, a small space in my wife's office that I'm using when she's not here. Um, don't tell her, but, oh, she knows. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know she came back she came in the other day and was like, did you push my chair in? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I need more room. Um, but, uh, yeah, like the room scale stuff is cool, but like I said, I can't really test it very well. Um, but like the the tutorial thing you start up with it uh it has you just kind of like go through the basics of like what each button does on the controller um things like that and then it really goes into the grip stuff so like it actually it has you like pick up things that are on a t- on a table and interact with them um like there's like a remote control blimp um that you just like kind of you know grab with the grip controller and then like i think steer with the stick and kind of like you know move it around or whatever, um, and then it gives you like a few different kind of little games you can try. Uh, one of which is like a dancing robot game, which was kind of weird. Um, you like like grab hands with it and spin it around and like match its moves, and I don't know. That was kind of lame. It felt like a like a Wii game, um, but the really cool one was just like a very basic kind of like arcade shooter game. Uh, that you you get different weapons. There's like the you know one handed pistol. There's the dual pistols, and then like a two handed like assault gun type thing. Um, and you're just you know pointing at the targets, taking them out, trying to get a high score. But it was so satisfying to just like actually grip the controller, have to hold the grip down, and like you know aim like super accurate. Like it it hit the spot I was going for every single time. Um, for better or worse, because my aim wasn't the best. I kind of wish there was a little more aim assist. Uh, but, like, it was it was perfect. Like, it was one-to-one. It felt like I was actually, except for the weight, obviously, it felt like I was actually holding a gun and, like, shooting it at specific points. Um, and, like, I never once thought that I was just, like, in a VR game. Sure, it looks, it looks like a VR game. But, like, the, you know, there's no screen... I think it's not screen door effect, but like where you see black bars on the, you know, on the outsides, like it doesn't have that. So as you look around, like it is like a full 360 degree space. Um, you can see a little bit of it, like, just because of my, my glasses and stuff, I can kind of see like under the nose pad a little bit. Um, but that's kind of handy because I can see the floor for when cats come by. So I don't step on them. <laughs> um, so like, that's not a big deal. That's I actually kind of like it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, the the quest has like that uh, pass through camera function um, oh, okay. for emergencies. That's cool. And like, if you get too close to the edge of your border, it'll show like a grid. Yeah. Um, and the closer you get, it like reds out the grid to know that you're about to hit something. Yeah. Um, I actually do already have a, a paint scuff on one of the controllers because I was oh, beat sabering away and apparently like hit the wall or something. <laughs> but you know, that's that's VR. It happens. Um, but yeah, I other, aside from that, I just jumped into a few demos and things. 
Um, I think Super Hot was probably the best showing of like how you know the the functions of the VR controllers work, but I was not good at it because that's really where like that first moment when you just you know pop someone in the head and then reach up into the air and like grab their gun out of the air yeah. and then pop someone else with it. Yep. Like it's so cool. Yeah. And if is. you miss, it's all on you. Like <laughs> it's exactly where you would expect it to be when you put your hand there. And then when you uh dodge the bullets, it's like matrix. Yeah. And you like watch them go by you. Yeah. <laughs> like VR VR is cool. I'll yeah. I'll give it that. When yeah. you're fully immersed in it and like your hands are the controllers, it's really cool. Yeah. I just never really cared for the like passive VR experiences. Um, that's why I wanted to get this because of the controllers. I've heard they're game changers. Um, but yeah, I didn't play much of Super Hot. It was just the demo, and I was not good at it. Um, I'll stick to playing that on PC, I think, even though it's way cooler in VR. Uh, and then the to, to not bury the lead, the main thing I've been playing is Beat Saber. Um, it's fantastic. It's the it was the killer app for it. Like it's the main reason I got it. Um, it does not really show off the capabilities of the controllers because it's just you know you hold them, you move them to to where the the things on screen are, but there's no buttons or anything to the game. Um, it's just motion, but it's so satisfying to play, and it's a workout. Like I woke up this morning sore from playing yesterday because some of those ones were like, you have to do a minimum amount of movement. Like you're kind of, you're like flailing extra while the, you know, and, and the breaks between, uh, things to hit. Yeah. I'm just like waving my hands and shit. Yeah. Well, I'm doing like exaggerated movements too. Yeah. Like it's an actual lightsaber battle or something. Yeah, yeah. And then between, I'm just like, <laughs> um, but, uh, today I also jumped in a little bit. I, I made a list of games that I want to get eventually, but like all the stuff in the store is kind of expensive. So I'm just kind of going to get them, you know, yeah, over time. It's the VR tax. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I keep hoping for sales and stuff, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of those. <laughs> the PlayStation store has some good sales. So yeah. That's, that's right. the problem. Like I, I work online to try to see if I can like find discounted codes, yeah. but everything is for a different store. It's yeah. so, like to find specifically like Oculus codes is tricky, um, especially Oculus codes for the Quest because I think that's different than like the you know the Oculus app on PC. Um, so because I saw some things that like when I was making my list, it said like this game is definitely worth the like you know however many dollars, and then I look in the store and it's like twice that. And I'm like, that doesn't add up like that's supposed to be the normal price of it, but whatever. Anyway, um, so yeah, I have my whole list of games and I'll get into those another time. But uh, today I jumped into Rec Room because it's free and I heard it's a lot of fun. Um, it's pretty basic. Uh, it does kind of have some of the nice grip stuff, but it's basically where like you hit the grip to pick the thing up and then it's just in your hand until you hit a button to drop it. So it's not as satisfying as something like Super Hot where like you actually have to hold it or whatever. Um, but just the sheer amount of things you can do in that game are really surprising. Like I spent a while just like trying to play ping pong. <laughs> it was not easy because you've got the ball in one hand and you're trying to like hit it and then, you know, use the paddle and, um, it's kind of funky. Did you see anybody but... trying to do role play stuff? 
No, I saw no. some people playing rock paper scissors. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it's one. It, that's one of those games where like people like to go in and role play as like certain characters and stuff. Oh, yeah. I didn't pay that much attention. Um, I didn't totally know what I was doing, and so like I just kind of went in and like winged it. Um, and like people were going around and like uh, I started playing basketball because I was just like I walked into the rec room and there was a basketball sitting there. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like following me around, and he like got up on top of the basketball goal and was like like waving at me, like oh, "Hey, dear. throw it up here!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I threw it way too high, and he caught it and was like supposed to just drop it into the goal, but he missed. So I like <laughs> threw my hands up. <laughs> um, so things like that were kind of fun. That's fun. Uh, and then I uh, played a game of paintball, which is pretty cool, and a game of laser tag. Uh, both inside Rec Room. There's a bunch of different like mini games and things you can do. Yeah. Um, paintball was really fun, but it's kind of tricky because there's a lot of people on the field, and if you get hit once, you're out. Like that's how paintball works, and then you respawn. But it can be hard. Like the balls aren't terribly big, and it can be kind of hard to tell when you've been hit or where you've been hit from. So it got a little hectic. Um, and I wasn't totally sure when I could be seen. Because it's first person. So, like, you might think you're ducking behind something and then you get hit and you're like, what What did they hit? Like, I'm completely obscured. So that was kind of weird. Uh, Justin, yeah. we need to play Rec Room together. Is it, I, I was going to ask, like, if stuff is cross-platform. Yeah, I was just Googling it and, yeah, apparently it's cross-platform. Okay, we definitely will then. That sounds, like, fun. <laughs> yeah, it does. That'd be that'd be cool. All right, because yeah. like another one I wanted to bring up, uh, another free one at least for now while it's in beta, uh, was Echo Arena, because uh, that was another one that like really makes use of the actual like motion controller stuff. Because uh, for anyone that doesn't know, like it is still a game in beta, so it's probably not you know super popular. Um, there was only like a handful of people in the lobby when I went in. Um, it's basically like kind of a competitive like space frisbee type game um where you've got your teams and it's almost like a like a tron like battle disc looking thing uh and then you know you play frisbee like it's ultimate frisbee essentially but the movement is what's really cool because it gets around the kind of like the weird ways you have to move around in vr games to not feel sick by having everything be your hands so you basically like propel yourself forward by grabbing things and moving yourself forward, um, and you also have like kind of uh, some limited like jetpack ability with your wrists and like a um, just a basic boost that you can click in for like a quick you know quick boost in one direction. Um, so there's a lot of momentum there, and it it did make me feel like falling over a few times. I'll admit because um, you start to lean forward to try to grab something and you like wobble a little bit because you're not actually reaching for anything. Um, but like getting used to the control in that game was super fun. Um, cause you do like, you just run around everywhere and until you like run into something and then you just kind of like put your hand up against it and like push yourself off of that thing and go in the opposite direction. Mm. Um, I was really bad at the actual Frisbee part, but I love just like, like flying around moving on onto things. Is it cross platform? Uh, I can't find anything. Okay. I don't even know if it's on PSVR, honestly. It might not be, actually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was like that one was a pleasant surprise. I really enjoyed it. Um, but it's not really something you can just like play casually because it's pretty much a 
a multiplayer only game. So I don't see myself playing a lot of it um, because I don't really like the just the open lobbies with you know random people on voice chat. Uh, but it is really cool. So if anyone else has a question wants to play Echo Arena with me, let me know because that'd be fun. Uh, but right now it's still free, which is exciting. Uh, but yeah, obviously, you know, Beat Saber is the thing to play. Um, I That's kind of my exercise routine right now. While it's been gloomy out, I can't do anything outside. Uh, just put in, you know, as much of that as I can handle before I get a headache. And I feel pretty tired. <laughs> um, I've mostly been doing the campaign stuff, like the, the uh, challenge missions. Yeah. But I do try to do a few just like solo songs. Because um, I have like the, the hardest missions I find are the ones where it's like don't move your hands too much. So the mm-hmm. opposite of move your hands. That was actually kind of fun though, because you just like T Rex it. You just like yeah, eh, 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 yeah, <laughs> just little little bitty movements. That's what I do. And you kind of like move your body over, yeah, to like get the different lanes. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that like that was surprisingly hard. I think one of them I got like exactly at the max. Oh wow! And beat it. Nice. And I just like tried really hard to not move like after the last note. Yeah. But um I did get the uh I know you can like sideload songs, but I don't want to deal with all that. It's basically jailbreaking your quest and I no. That's that no, I'm not gonna do it. Uh but I got the uh is it I think it's Fallout Boy yeah, Fallout Boy pack and the Imagine Dragons pack. There's a Green Day pack, I know that. Yeah, I'll probably get that one eventually. Yeah. But I wasn't super into the songs in that one. Uh, I'm more into those songs than the Imagine Dragons songs. I like. I just think Imagine Dragons is good for this game, like the beats, because they've got really good instrumentals. Um, but the song choices aren't the greatest. Yeah, they're not. Um, I do really like the uh, the. I guess you call it the routine in Beat Saber for uh, the Greatest Show. On the Fallout, uh, Fallout Boy pack. Okay. Because, like, it actually, like, you know, it's from The Greatest Showman. It's, like, the big song from that. And it actually kind of works, like, the, uh, the dance from that movie into the song a little bit. Um, because, you know, there's, like, the walls that go up. I don't know if you have to deal with those on PSVR, because I don't know if you can move around. Yeah, you can move. Yeah. Okay. Um... I just assume those are like Wii remotes, you know, where like it tracks the motion, but you can't actually like do room scale or anything. You can, um, you can yeah. It's not, it's okay. not as like, you know, big, but it's there. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, this one, like it actually, it uses those walls to kind of like make you kind of, you know, dance side to side a little bit. Yeah. And, um, the and then it uses the, yeah, the, the squats, you have to like go down and then <laughs> pop back up and hit something at the top. Yeah, that's cool. And so it's like, it's got a lot of movement to that's it, fun. which is really cool. Uh, that's one of my favorite songs so far. Do you know if you take damage if you stick your lightsaber in the wall? I don't think so. Okay. It's only if you're in it. Okay. And I don't think you, like, I accidentally got in it once because I wasn't far enough over. Because like yeah. I said, I don't have a very big space, so it's hard to shift over. Yeah. Um, And it just like muted the song. Well, you know, there's like a health bar at like the bottom of when the notes come up. It's it's hard. Oh, to I thought see. that was like a combo meter. Uh, combo meter is on the left hand side, at least for me, anyways. Like oh, for VR, okay. PSVR. So uh, that probably is what it is then. Huh. Yeah, that you don't really sense. need to pay too much attention to it. I barely feel the song by taking too much 
damage. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have noticed, like, there's a pretty big difficulty spike between normal and hard. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I find normal a little boring on some of the songs. Like, it's just, there's not enough things to do. And then you switch it up to hard, and it's like, there's still long gaps between things, but then it's like a bunch of offbeats and, like, you know, switching up your colors and just, it scales it way too much, I think. But... I'm, I'm getting better. Like, I'm never going to be pro or anything, but I'm, I'm getting there. Have you played, um, for the Imagine Dragons, have you played Best Day of My Life? Is that on there? Yeah. Then I guess not. Okay. it That one is pretty tough, but it's a lot of fun to do on hard. Okay, I'll check it out. It's a I'm lot. trying to get a little bit it's in every day. Lot. There's a lot of, like, you have to go do, do like, just back and forth, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. I like those. It's when they mix it up. That it's, a, it, it's a lot, though. Yeah. Because, like, what sucks is with those runs, like, if you do it wrong once, you get into that rhythm and you hit every single one of them wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess one way to, like, just get used to it, you like, there's a lot of modifiers. So there's one, there's a modifier where there's, like, no directions on the, on the, like, there's no arrows. Mm-hmm. So you could, like, do that just to get used to all the notes and then flip it, flip it on when you're com- more comfortable. I couldn't figure that stuff out because I assume, like, I assume the same modifiers that are in the single player are in any song, but I couldn't find where you can turn them on or off. When you're doing single uh, single songs, um, this way it is in uh, PSVR is that you load up uh, the music pack and then there's like a bunch of tracks in front of you on the in front of you, mm-hmm. and then on the left side there's like a bunch of modifiers that you can play with. Oh, okay. Uh, there's also like a no fail mode as well, so it's pretty cool. Hmm. I'll have to look at that. Because I found where you can, like, uh, there's different, like, play modes. So, like, some of them have, you know, a 360-degree mode or, like, a 90-degree mode. Okay. Or, like, a single-saber mode. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, but I couldn't one of find my those sabers, modifiers. One of my sabers died one time. So I was like, all right, I'll just do single-saber mode. <laughs> Is it hard? Uh, It can be. <laughs> I imagine there's a lot more moving around. There's a, there's a lot more mo- uh, notes for just one saber. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fun. The ones that really get me are when you have to like, it's not, you know, going at the, the same direction at the same time. It's when it's like, you know, one is down and the other is like over on an offbeat. So you're like, pop, pop. Wait, pop, wait pop, until you get pop, pop. Uh, red on right and then blue on left. Oh, I know. That's that's kind of what I'm talking about, too. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, those are trippy. <laughs> but, man, I'm really enjoying this thing. Yeah, it's fun. Like, finally, I understand why people make a big deal about VR. But, like, if it wasn't wireless, I probably wouldn't feel as strongly. Because, like, I just, I hate tripping over the cords and stuff. Um, I am going to eventually try the, uh, like, the PC link. Um, just to see, you know, some other games that I can't play. Because, like, the Quest is running on mobile hardware. Um, so, like, it can play everything, but, like, Rec Room specifically um, had some stuttering to it, despite, like, being kind of an ugly game. Um, and, like, it had some of that sometimes where, like, you, you know, turn your head too fast and it doesn't render the screen over. Um, so, like, there's a bit of a black while it, you know, shifts the uh, the view. Weird. Things like that. So, like, not everything runs the best. Um, I haven't played any of, like, the exclusives yet, like... Uh, Vader Immortal or anything like that that's supposed to kind of be made for the hardware. Mm. Probably runs a little better. 
Um, but like when you connect it to the PC, you still have the lower resolution screen, which I'm fine with. Like I don't really notice the screen door effect or anything. Um, but like it's running off your computer instead. So theoretically, I could use this thing to play like Half Life Alex, for example. Um, so like I want to try that kind of thing out because I have a few things on Steam that are VR compatible. Uh, like keep talking and nobody explodes or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and I think that'd be fun to play sometime. Um, plus if you can, you know, link it up to the PC, you can stream it. So when I get set up in the basement, I think it'd be really cool to do the, like, you know, the fancy setup where it's like you, you're on a green screen. Um, and so like, you know, the, the person is like actually in front of their beat saber view. That's cool. Um, I would actually be able to do that. Yeah. Um, so I I really want to get the PC stuff set up, but like that's all with the wire, and I'm not excited about that. <laughs> it's just it's a necessary evil. Yep. But most of most of my stuff's been Final Fantasy 14 and VR, but I'm not complaining because it's been really fun. Ben, you and I played some uh, Animal Crossing earlier this week. Hmm. Ben. I think I think Ben fell asleep. Okay. He got tired of us oh. talking about Beat Saber for His minutes. power just went out and came back on. Oh, cool. Alright, Vamp. <laughs> uh yeah, so me and um Ben played some uh, Animal Crossing earlier this week. He came over to my place, checked out the place. Uh went over to his place. His place is so cool. I don't Yeah? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, I'm jealous of his place. <laughs> Uh, it's just like a lot, it's just nicer, there's like flowers everywhere, and more natural beauty and stuff going on, and he doesn't, mm. he doesn't even have a landscaping unlocked, so. Dang. I need to get my, uh, I need to work on that. Um, he came over to my place and sold his turnips for like, like 111 bells, and then like. It's not a lot. No, it's not, but I don't know, he decided to do that. And then, early, later that day, his friend was, had it selling for like 400 <laughs> something. Oh, <laughs> so oh. I hate when that happens. That's why I don't do turnips anymore. It just makes me mad. <laughs> um, it's a it's still a faster way to get money, I guess. Yeah, I don't really need it. I do. Half the time I give my money to my second character so he can pay off his house. I still need to pay off the rest of my house. I only have the uh, I just have to pay off the basement. Hmm. Um, I mean, really, like, I haven't paid off my basement, because once you finish paying everything off, like, there's no more upgrades. So it's kind of a good faith payment. Um, but you do get, like, free exterior renovations after that. But, that's cool. Eh. Um, yeah, so I've been uh, working on some flowers here and there, trying to get that worked out. Um... Yeah, played some more Final Fantasy fourteen with you. I uh, booted up GTA V uh, mm-hmm. yesterday because everyone's talking about it because it's free. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just doing some organization stuff with the Mortal uh, Cycle Club. Bought, a, bought myself a, a weed farm. So I need to go check on that. Uh, you can buy a weed farm? Yeah, there's like a bunch of illicit businesses that you can buy and... One of the first ones that you can buy is a is a weed farm. Cool. <laughs> um, 
And I just did one mission for it where it's just like get it, get it up and running. So you just go out to the middle of nowhere, pick up a van, drive on your way to your business. And after a certain amount of time, the um, it'll be seen to everyone on that server. So they'll see you like driving with it. And if they want, they can come by and rob you and steal it. <laughs> uh, so that kind of sucks. But that didn't happen to me. So I got that set up and running. Um you can upgrade your weed farm so that uh, it can have better uh, production or fat or faster production, mm. as well as security, so cops don't come and rob it. Can you get danker strains? <laughs> uh, that'd be kind of cool if you can name your weed strand. Yeah, that'd be kind of sick. Uh, I don't know if you can or not, but uh, mm. I need to go check out on it. I think I might be. I don't know how long it takes for them um, to process weed. I've never. This is a whole new world for me. I don't know how <laughs> fast weed processes. I'm sure it's different in game than it is in real life anyway. Are you sure? No. I'm no, <laughs> but I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that's like the the number one way I'll, I'll be able to make money is through that. Um, yeah, I did a side mission. And it was just like, go assassinate these fools. The ones, I don't really like those ones all that much. Like, like group up with the random people and go kill these people and it's within a certain amount of time and you have team yeah. lives kind of sucks but the one guy knew what he was doing so he just led us up to this helicopter and we just got in the helicopter and started sniping all the assassin targets so <laughs> that's pretty fun um yeah uh i think that's about it for what i've been playing a lot of a lot of late night grinding on fantasy 14 yeah uh, how far are you in since Ben's not back? How far are you in the snowy place? Um, I'll tell you. Oh, did I close the window? I don't think. I hope I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> are you just up and away? Huh? Are you just up and away right now? Like up and? What do you mean? Like in the game? Do you have it up but away? Oh no 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 no! Uh, I just have the list of missions. So like Why? I. So I can see where I am in the game. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I am well, 1, 2, 3, like 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I'm 11 missions away from the uh, level 41 missions. And then after those, uh, it's on to A Realm Awoken. Uh... I just want to know how far it is until, like, the next expansion levels, you know? Right. So I kind of just keep an eye on that. I am... Hmm. The mission I'm on is In the Eyes of Gods and Men. I'm at one where it's, like, you know, it's a duty or whatever that you... act Not a duty. But it's a thing you have to actually activate. Um... And so I quit there because I didn't want to do that yet. I don't know what that uh, means. Come on, Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the same thing I found. Cool. Uh, let's see. Begin to position. Did you do the Stone Vigil dungeon? No. No? Okay, so you're not there yet. I haven't done another dungeon since Titan. 
The problem is I don't know what anything, like I don't read anything. Cool. So you don't know where you are. Basically. Cool. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I might be on the same one actually. Okay. I need, to, I need to grind to get ahead of you. It's not fair. <laughs> I'm the one supposed to be ahead. Yeah, because I just got the Book of Silver. Okay. So, I'm probably on that one. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm hoping to play some more GTA Five over the weekend. I think um, there's a couple people in my Destiny clan that have GTA Five, And so... I'm going to invite them to the motorcycle club. Get some more people nice. for that. Maybe do some more motorcycle missions. Maybe do some heists. Who knows? Um, I want to I wanna play some more GTA V with you and uh, Lo. That'd be cool. Except you can't record it. Yeah. We have fun. I know. It's just a bummer. Because yeah. that was fun. Yeah. I went, I went through and rewatched some of those. Yeah. They're good. They're yeah. good. Yeah. We had some solid editing in those things. Yeah, you guys did hello good editing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to get back into that stuff. I guess we'll just continue without Ben. Alright. And if he comes back, <laughs> he comes back. Great. Yeah. He can update us later. Um Do you wanna start us off with the news? Cause I need to pull it up. Sure. Um <laughs> So we're going to start with news I actually know something about because I am not, I don't care about all of this stuff. Um, you put in okay. like half of it. I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't care about the other stuff, though. Okay. Uh, so we had a surprise uh, Tony Hawk remake announced. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it looked great, though. Um, this is basically a... Uh, they're calling it remaster, but it's a, I mean, it's like the you know Spyro, uh, Crash, like those kind of things. It's a remake, but it's the first two Tony Hawk games uh, compiled together and developed or yeah developed by Vicarious Visions, who did Crash Bandicoot, uh, the, I mean the Insane Trilogy, um, and they also like worked on Tony Hawk for years. Um. They're trying to keep it as faithful as possible, like as far as the locations of everything and like even just the same geometry and like the way your skater interacts with everything so that muscle memory can kick in, which I guess is why they're calling it a remaster. Um, but it is like a totally new engine, like new assets, like everything rebuilt from the ground up just to look exactly the same. Um, nice. And they do have some new things, but they want to make sure that everything that's back feels exactly the same. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the uh, the other thing that we looked at was the geometry because we wanted to match inch by inch the geometry so that those lines feel exactly the same that they were before. Wow. Yeah, which is incredible. Like, thinking about remaking this an old game to be exactly the same, like, that's... Almost harder than like the Final Fantasy VII approach, where they just say "screw it" and do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, there's going to be uh, different control schemes based on like you know whether you want more modern or more classic, because uh, they didn't want to mess with the muscle memory for people that just know everything about the old ones. Um, yeah, and they also wanted to make sure that new players could like actually make use of the new analog sticks and things like that. Um, because weirdly, the first game didn't use analog stick. Yeah, that's weird to think about now. That PS1 era where, like, the DualShock came out and then some games supported it, some didn't. Yeah. Although, I mean, I'll say, like, I played uh, Tony Hawk 1 on the PlayStation Classic, and it holds up. It's still a good game. Um, But anyway, also all of the old uh, mission hallmarks and things like the, you know, the collectibles and things like that that you have to do with each, uh, each course. Collect the tapes. Yeah, they're all back. They're all exactly where they were before. Yo, VH- um, VHS tapes are back. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I w- yeah, they probably will be tapes, huh? That's funny. Um, <laughs> and they'll also have some new challenges. Uh, some that are like per skater. So like you can go in with different skaters and get different challenges, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Um, good replayability there. And it will have split-screen multiplayer, which is huge, and competitive online play. Nice. Uh, So I love that idea. Like, basically split-screen online sounds really cool. Uh, Like, you know, imagine, like, racing the mall with a friend online. Yeah, man. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'm super excited for this. Yeah. Uh, And then they're also bringing in a few things from future games, uh, like the Create a Park and Create a Skater, which I think both came in... The third one, I want to say. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember when it came in, but it's a good move to do this because you know the skateboard community online thrills off this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, they're also. I think I skipped past it, but they also like they're introducing some of the mechanics from future games, like the um, the more robust amount of skate moves and things like that, like the manuals and whatever else that weren't in the original game. Nice. Um, I don't remember what all there is, but... Uh, reverts? Yeah, that's it. Stuff like that. Um, it's been so long since I've like been deep into Tony Hawk, I kind of forget. Yeah, man, I always want to go back and play some of the old Tony Hawks, but... Same. Yeah. A lot of them really do hold up. They like, do. controls are a little jank, but the games themselves are still really solid. Did you get? Did you hear about the uh, like the fan like uh, remake of the, uh, Underground 2? No. And, like, they added, like, a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, there's, like, an online mode for it now, and all this crazy stuff they added to it. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Seems kind of weird, because Underground 1 was better. Yeah, I don't know why. It's 2. Probably just because it's easier to work with. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, I actually thought, like, uh, American Wasteland slash Skateland was a really good yeah, one. Not bad. Uh, as far as, like, the open, more open world Tony Hawk games, at least. Yeah. Uh, also, they said that most of the soundtrack is back from the originals, which is really cool. Cool. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of new songs. Uh, <laughs> and the only ones that are gone are just like from the you know the trickiness of music licensing. Is Superman uh, still there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Gorilla Radio, Superman. They say which is kind of the anthem of of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which it I is. agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, there's always going to be licensing issues, so it's just impressive they got most of them. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, 
And like the new graphics are incredible. Um, they look great. Yeah, like they, I, I really like the side by side in the article because like you can see how well they matched the actual geometry of the level, just you know way higher def. So like you can see more of the the map rather than just making the map bigger. <laughs> but they said they wanted to model everything after like realistic environments. Um, so like the pipes are actual like pipes that they scanned in, oh, yeah. um, things like that. Super impressive. Lightning's pretty good on the on the photos too. Yeah, yeah. Th- I'm I'm stupid excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm definitely gonna check this out when it comes mm-hmm. out. Uh, comes out September. What's the date? It's, uh, September fourth. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, we've got that to look forward to. Um, and speaking of random games that came out of nowhere, uh, we also have Paper Mario the Origami King uh, coming in July. Just the hot <laughs> drop by Nintendo. Right. Like, it's not so weird that they randomly dropped a trailer, although it is weird like for a you know high-profile Mario game. Um, it's weird that it's coming out in less than, or in just about two months. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the first we're seeing of it. Right. Exactly. Or even hearing of it in general. Yep. Um, but the game looks cool. Like, it looks like they're going back to their RPG roots while also, like, kind of expanding out the gameplay to be a little bit more diverse. You know, it's not just, like, travel through an area. Um, There's actual, like, a lot of weird, like, puzzle things in there. Um, Like, little mini-game things. It looks like there's actually, like, an open world that you explore via boat. Um, Like like an origami boat, which is kind of cool. Uh... And I don't think it's in the trailer, but there was a press release talking about the um, the ring combat and um, yeah, it looks weird, man. The thousand hand or something like that, which is Mario's new ability to uh, unfold the environment around him. Oh wow! Which really gives me like a Yoshi's Crafted World feel, uh, but good. Uh, but yeah, they're they're going hard into the like. You know, the world is malleable thing. Um, unlike past games that were mostly flat. And it's I, I think it's cool. Like, Origami is a smart way to take the Paper Mario series when you're kind of focusing more on the 3D world. Yeah. Um, and it looks great. Like, the, you know, the Origami effects look really impressive. There's a lot of detail to the folds and things like that. Um, the creepy opening with, like, Princess Peach. Like talking about an existential crisis basically <laughs> it's kind of creepy yeah um, uh, she doesn't look right no <laughs> but I guess it's like this origami king like folds himself into different characters to like try to trick them to oh. joining his cause oh yeah because I think like it shows her or no it shows a shy guy I guess becoming him but it's the implication he's probably like a shapeshifter which okay. is kind of a cool angle for it yeah that, that makes sense yeah um, and so, like, there's going to be basically a team of characters on Mario's side, and then a team of characters on the Origami King side. Um, and I think Bowser's actually on the good side again, which hasn't happened since Mario RPG, and that makes me happy. You could argue, like, inside Bowser's st- Bowser's inside story, like Mario and Luigi was Bowser was a good guy, but it was kind of more like he had to be. Um. Anyway. Yeah, everything on this looks 
great. Like, there's some really cool exploration stuff in here. I'm not totally, I don't totally understand the combat, but I think it's supposed to be more tactical, where, like, you actually line the rings up to try to get the most enemies in the range of your attack. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. So it's like a 3D battle system, but on kind of a a manipulative, a manipulatable uh, ring grid. Um, but I mean, it still looks way better than like the sticker system they used for the last few. Yeah, I haven't played a Paper Mario, so. Oh. Yeah, I I'm looking forward to this one. I've never been super into them. Um, not like a lot of other people are, but. I did really like Super Paper Mario, the uh, the platformer one on Wii. Um, and I appreciate the series. I just, I can't really go back to the old ones. Uh, they're a little slow. I've tried to play Thousand Year Door a bunch of times um, since I originally played it on GameCube. I just, I don't know. I get bored. Yeah. Uh, but this looks really good. Like, I'm super curious about it. And I assume they're showing it now so they can do a deeper dive, like, during their, you know... Like over the next few months, but I really want to know more about this battle system. I think that's going to make or break the game for a lot yeah, of people. Totally. Yeah, there there was a split second there where you could see like this neon signs in this town in the desert, mm-hmm. maybe, which looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful looking game. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the little in teaser of Mario wearing Samus's helmet, going side to side, and QPUing. <laughs> And it's got everyone thinking that there's going to be a, a new side-scroller Metroid game announced. That this is teasing. And I think it's just a, a cute Easter egg they wanted to show off. But it is weird to specifically point this out when it has nothing to do with the rest of the trailer. True. So. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them, though, that like this is a tease towards some kind of Metroid game coming. I hope so. Like, we <laughs> need a proper Metroid 5. So I will totally like join that bandwagon. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, but yeah, the game looks great. It really it was extremely surprising. Um, sp- speaking of things that look great, uh, we got our first look at uh, Unreal Five or Unreal Engine Five uh, running supposedly on PlayStation Five hardware. Uh, so it's also technically our first bit of PlayStation 5 gameplay. Um, yeah. I don't know how accurate that is, because it sure seems like it's one of those, you know, quote-unquote gameplays we hear Microsoft talking so much about. Where it's actually in-engine footage. Right. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, it looks great. And, like, mm. I, I just say that because, like, the way they were... Ben's back. Um, the way they were, like, going on, like, kind of showing... Uh, the you know the tessellation of the the pixels and stuff and like the dynamic lighting like you know in real time makes me think that it's in engine footage and that they were able to manipulate while they were recording it. Um, but I mean, if it's actually on PS5 hardware, that still means it's possible on the system. And there's no denying this looked great. Um. The two main things they showed off as far as like new technology to Unreal 5 is the uh, uh, Nanite. Isn't that Nanite, right? Uh, system that basically lets you like shrink down a bunch of triangles. 
to whatever size you want to like kind of create like rough uh, bump mapping type textures. Uh, they said you can like uh, show like billions upon billions of like pixel sized uh, uh, like objects in your environment in real time. And the engine does all that work. So sorry. Um, I'm trying to keep track of what, what Ben's talking about. Um, so... I'm wondering the Discord, so you would be. <laughs> okay, okay, it's fine. It's trying to be discreet, but whatever. I wanted to make sure everything was okay. Out me. No, it's okay. Out me. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's whatever. You've been out. Oh um, my god. Just <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, basically it just means, like, there's really detailed, like, rough looking textures like they show cave walls that look just incredibly realistic um and the other thing they showed off was actual like in engine dynamic lighting um because right now a lot of engines just use uh simulated lighting so they have to actually do all the work of like the uh how the light reflects off of surfaces like each surface um how the character interacts with it like basically on every object you have to set the light setting um Whereas this would just have natural physics built in for how the uh, the light casts across the surface. Um, and that's all handled on the engine side of things. You don't have to spend a bunch of time programming it. They said that Unreal Engine 5 should cut down, like the, you know, to make a game look this good would take like four or five times less time uh, in development than it would not using Unreal Engine 5 to make something look like this. So it's not necessarily saying that, like, you know, current development would take less time. It's saying making a game that looks like this will take less time than it would without using Unreal Engine 5, which is kind of a weird stipulation. But um, also just everything, like the animations and everything look really natural. Um, I don't know how much of that is baked in or not, but they did mention they want to cut down the amount of um, uh, asset manipulation you have to do. So, like, rendering 3D models um, to your specifications needed for the game and, like, how it all interacts with each other graphically is a lot easier, like, as far as the, you know, the style of making everything. I don't know. It's all very high-level, like, complicated stuff. Uh, but it sounds like it's basically... It's taking a lot of the guesswork out of making games that look consistently pretty. Um, so, you know, that's super exciting. It's still a few years out. Um, it's supposed to go into, like, essentially open access uh, in, like, 2021. Probably this time, 2021. Uh, and I would imagine no, like, retail games would be using it until at least 2022. Um, but, I mean, the engine exists now. Like, people... I'm sure some developers are able to play around with it. It's just not like ready for consumer yet. Yeah. Uh, because for anyone that doesn't know, like Unreal is just it's a free engine out there. Like anyone can make stuff on it. Um so I'm sure Unreal Engine 5 will be the same way when it comes out. And like this tool being available to literally anyone is incredible. Um just the idea of that. Yeah. And they said that their uh, that their first one million dollars in game revenue royalties is going to be waived. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. 
So like the way it has been so far is um, everything after three thousand uh, dollars is like they they take like five percent of that, and so basically they're upping that to uh, you don't owe anything until your game makes a million dollars in revenue. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, ben, quick, your thought on Paper Mario. Um, wait and see. Uh, very wait and see because the last I can't speak for Color Splash because I didn't I didn't uh, play it. Although I heard the the writing was good, that doesn't mean the game was good. The battle uh, system was rough. Yeah. Um, Sticker Star was oh god. That, yeah, it was not... better than Sticker Star. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, it's not saying much, but yeah, just yeah. it's it's sad that like when you know they just drop this uh, a brand new Paper Mario game and then it's just cynicism because of how ever since Super Paper Mario was released, it seems it's just kind of like and I feel like some of it is that because like some people just don't want to let go of the thousand year door. Yeah, uh, which it's is like that's it. yeah, which is like that's kind of like well maybe you got maybe like. Just accept that it's that's not coming back, but at the same time, the fact that Sticker Star was the comp- like just bad is not even just because the systems were different; it's because it was a bad game. Mm-hmm. I think that was the problem with. I think if you would have changed things up a bit and then you know maybe have some of the personality, yeah. But I also think that some people need to let go of the thousand year door, and it's it's never going to capture that for you. It, it's it's just not. Um, but I didn't I mean, say I am a little more hopeful for this, which it sounds bad. But because Mario and Luigi is dead, um, like, you know, that, that developer is gone. So maybe this will be their RPG series now. Like, they were getting Paper Mario away from RPG stuff for a while because I mean, they we'll had see. Mario and Luigi. I mean, we'll but... see. Because um, there wasn't, in the trailers that I saw, there wasn't any indications of leveling up or, like, a turn-based system. Like, there was a circular thing, but that, like, technically, Sticker Star was turn-based, but you had to use the items to, to do anything. It wasn't like yeah. traditional Paper Mario or um, I never uh, played the Thousand Year Door. There so. was a brief, it was like 19 second like uh, battle demo and it did show like menus popping up, selecting, it was in Japanese so I don't know exactly what it showed. Yeah. But menus popping up, you know, selecting actions and then hitting the enemies. So it's a traditional turn-based system, but I don't know how that ring thing works Well yet. again, so technically it was Sticker Star Technically, it's just that you had items instead of like traditional hits, and you would hit that. that like you would have to use this the, the jump boot to hit the jump. So it's wait and see. That that's the that's the sad state. It's it's wait and see. If it's yeah. interesting and fine, it's not turn based RPG. That's fine. But as long as it's interesting, that I'll give it a shot. But paper, but certain paper Mario fans who just can't let go of the thousand year door just won't like this game. I just probably just not guarantee it. Uh, all right, and then quick on uh, Tony Hawk. Yay! Uh, cool that they're bringing the remake, the, the some of the soundtracks back. I remember the the first one more than the second one, um, but uh, I think it's cool. It's definitely one of the more biggest surprises. Um, let's see. Considering how bad the last Tony Hawk game was, let's you know skepticism. Let, let, my skepticism is still there. I don't really care that much, um, but I, I'll. I'm, I'll patiently wait to see what others say, and hopefully it's not a broken mess when it launches. Yeah. We'll it's from Precarious Vision, so there's a good chance that it's not. Yeah, they do good work. Yeah. No, you're right, you're right, but, you know. I do think it's funny that they're basically pretending they never remastered these games before. <laughs> have they not? I, I'm not aware. They did. Oh, they have, yeah. Yeah, there oh. was a, a... 
I forget what it was called. I think it was just the it was HD, like, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD. Yeah, then, really? it was basically the first. It was some of the first two games. It was like they took kind of a best of yeah. of the uh, the courses from the first two games, um, and mixed them up a little bit. Like this sounds like a much better version of that, but yeah. they're just like here. It's the first two games remade, like faithfully. Nope. <laughs> uh, so uh, keeping in line with the PlayStation Five, uh, PlayStation Sony. Announced that PlayStation Studios brand will launch alongside the PS5. Uh, so Sony has developed a new umbrella brand to unite the first-party PlayStation titles. Uh, PlayStation Studios brand will go live in PS4 and PS5 games later this year. It'll only be featured on games developed and managed by Sony Interactive Studio uh, Worldwide Studios organization. Uh, yeah, so I'll let Justin take it from here. Yeah, I mean... This looks like everything else that's a, you know, umbrella thing. Like, Microsoft Studios just unveiled their logo that looked the same. Uh, Marvel Studios, like, that that looks the same. Like, this is just another one of those. Welcome it's, to it's, your corporate future. Right. It's a, hey, this is a sign that this is under our label. Yeah. That's really all it is. Yeah. It's not any different than what they've done before. Except it's more visually interesting than the Sony Ana Interactive Entertainment presents. But, you know, it's cool. Whatever. I just kind of wish it was a little more interesting. Uh, Alright. Ben, talk about your fighting game crap. Uh, so, um... <laughs> what What is there? I, I'm one? sorry. Sorry, uh, for those of you not, I don't know if they said it on the show or not, but, uh, like, a really... Flat freak lightning uh, thunderstorm came out of nowhere. Um, it's technically still here, but you know, I think most of the severity is gone. Um, and there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. You talking to me? Uh, so I'll start. I'll start with the Capcom Pro Tour stuff first because that's kind of more the negative one, I guess. Uh, not negative, but like not as enthusiastic. So uh, obviously, the Capcom Pro Tour looks like everything was impacted by COVID nineteen this year. Um, and it looks what? like they're not going to go with a. Um, what am I still here? No, no, no. I was just, I was okay. just kidding. Like, okay, I was like. Affected? Okay. Um, so obviously, uh, and originally back in December, they had shown that they were going to change things up to this year because it was going to be like seasons, like first half and then second half. Obviously, the probably, this probably confirms this is not going to be a second half, uh, just because of travel restrictions. They're not going to be doing a online for the first time ever and. Possibly the only long time. This is, uh, they will be doing the entirety of Capcom Cup Pro Tour online. Um, uh, let's see. It will be producing 18 regional tournaments, which kicks off uh, at a North American East regional tournament on June 6th. Um, uh, the stakes will be high for these events, as the winner of each of these 18 tournaments will auto-qualify for Capcom Cup 2020. Uh, in addition to the 18 winners, the Capcom Cup champion, Idom, uh, will be offered a slot at a, the Capcom Cup 20, uh, 2020 uh, Championship Tournament. Uh, the final slot will be awarded to one, and this is where people didn't read um, on Twitter, uh, but there will be a fan vote for one of the final uh, top 31 finalists from last year's Capcom Cup. So you can't just vote me in there, even though I know you want to vote me in there. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so to whoever, basically whoever didn't auto-qualify and whoever was in part of the Capcom Pro Tour Top 32 last year um, 
will automatically be entered. Uh, so that's cool. Um, in order to comment the new schedule, Capcom Cup 2020 will move to Paris from the U.S. Uh, uh, and will now take place in the first quarter of 2021. We'll have more details for Capcom Cup at a later at a later date. Uh, so yeah, originally it was supposed to be in Paris in December, like they've been doing the past several years now. Uh, but now it's moved to early 2021, so it could be anywhere from January to March. Hopefully January. Um, you know, hopefully they'll make special accommodations for the players who have to fly out to the U.S. if they're not from America. We'll have to see. And uh, uh, let me see. And then of course the other thing, which I thought was, which is probably the more cooler news, is uh, that Evo is coming back with their online event. Uh, they've announced that it's going to be over the course of five weekends, which is smart considering you don't. You know, it's one thing to run a venue with like thousands and thousands of people in there. It's nothing to do with an online tournament. Um, and just to go over uh, over it, some of the games that were featured on here uh, that were featured in the uh, original Evo Top Eight, just to get the uh, the elephant out of the way, uh, <laughs> Smash is not part of this event. Oh, uh, Smash Brothers has shit. been officially removed from. <laughs> Uh, Eva Online, um, obviously because the netcode is pretty pretty bad. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get the looking for the image of the games. So the original games: uh, Undernight, Dragon Ball Fighters, Tekken Seven, Street Fighter Five, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus. Um, uh, I think they even they Soul Calibur Six and Samurai Showdown. They will be having like special exhibitions. Uh, more than likely with top players who have good internet and can have the you know internet capability to post quality matches online, they'll be doing those instead of open tournaments. Because, like as we said before, most of those games are pretty garbage in terms of uh, in terms of online quality. So I think that's a smart move there. It sucks if you wanted to go to Evo and compete in Street Fighter, um, but uh, that's not going to happen this year. And then now, and in addition to that. They're going to feature four open online tournaments. No word on cost that I've seen, uh, but the first one being is MK11 Aftermath. So that's going to be cool. Obviously known for its amazing netcode. Coming back also is Killer Instinct, which I love because... KI, baby. Yeah, um, obviously we've played it. Uh, What I've noticed a lot of the FGC heads that I follow is that a lot, you know, obviously a lot of people are quarantined, self-quarantining, um, quarantine or they can't they, you know they can't work because of because of because uh, of what's going on but they're going to ki because in the game's quote-unquote been dead for a long for a while now the lot you know but like it's kind of finding new life i, I kind of hate it and i kind of love it that it took a world pandemic for people to realize how awesome ki is on a bigger scale but <laughs> i think that's awesome I and mean, we played it by the way go to chartshot.com to see our playthrough when we uh, played Killer Instinct and these boys had a lot of fun on that. Is it um, on the site or is it just on YouTube? It's on the site. Yeah, okay. both. Um, so, uh, yeah, so KI is there. KI is there, so that's cool. Um, after that, it is uh, the the indie darling that could. The, a game that officially got a 1.0 release uh, is Them Fighting Herds. Yes, you heard me correctly. Them's Fighting Herds. Uh, this, if anybody doesn't remember this game, this was originally the My Little Pony Fighter that was taken down. Um, that had to be taken down, and then Lauren Foss, the uh, <laughs> sort of newer, the person, one of the people responsible. I think the main person responsible for that 
My Little Pony revitalization that happened about 10 years ago. God, has it been that long? Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Um, It's been a while since, like, that show was, like, the hit thing. It's been 10 Um, years since I've known about Bronies. Yeah, so uh, she actually designed some of the characters from here. That's going to be one of the featured games, so that's really cool. It's also has it's also a really good, fun game. I've never played it, but uh, I'm told it's really, really fun. And then finally, after years of the community <laughs> wanting it to happen, it's finally happening. Skullgirls is going to be at EVO. Uh, this is a game that has been denied and denied and denied for whatever reason, and it's finally going to be a game at EVO. Because um, they have nothing better. Skullgirls is a fantastic game. I'm not going to have you bad market. Um, <laughs> this is how – okay, I want to tell you how good the net code is for Skullgirls. Recently, they put together – the person, the, uh, Mike Z, who's one of the devs responsible for Skullgirls, put together a U.S. versus Japan exhibition match, and it ran great. And he that's before they fixed the net code patch, and they fixed the net code, and they – well, not fixed it, but they improved it. And now they're going to have – now on the game in, in Skullgirls – they have a the, they can tell whether you're playing on Wi-Fi or not. So all you fucking Wi-Fi scrubs get get a fucking Ethernet cord. Um, that video so, you sent us with the Wi-Fi like fighters like oh yeah advantage. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. yeah. So Skullgirls, <laughs> Skullgirls is another game like Ki is getting uh, its its sort of mini resurgence. It's been out for a while and it's always on sale. If you're looking for a fun fighting game, um, I encourage you to check it out. So yeah, that's Evo. Uh, I'm excited, um, namely for the open tournaments. Namely to see some crazy Ki top eight action again. Um, one of my like one of my greatest pleasures was going to Combo Breaker in 2018 and seeing Killer Instinct in the House of Chicago and in, in one of the Holy House of Fighting games um, at Combo Breaker. You know, so um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited. Like they like they took a situation where it could have been bad. It could have been shit. They could have easily have just done like you know invitational only with the original games on there um and it could have been bad like smash is exceptionally bad um and lord knows i got into i got into arguments with some smash players earlier this week so you know with them bitching about their uh how they can't deal with zoners but whatever that's fine but they can't they they, i don't like being timed out well suck it um uh, deal with it or play a different game if that makes you that mad play another game um, so, uh, cause Nintendo is sure ain't fixing that, fixing that, uh, that net code. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, it's cool. This is, this is all very, very good stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a month long thing now. Yeah. I, I can't wait, which means it sucks because I like have like, I would, I liked having that weekend off for Evo and just sitting on my ass and watching fighting games on three different monitors <laughs> or, uh, my phone, my, uh, TV and then my, uh, computer screen. Yeah. Um, but you know, hey, whatever. I'll take it if it means these smaller games get to shine on a bigger stage, and yeah, you that's know, cool. that, that's it's going to be awesome. Uh, tune in to have to take a month off. Uh, I'm already technically doing that, but well, not really. <laughs> but uh, can't afford to do that much. Um, yeah. yeah, go Evo. Making the also no war, nothing on Marvel, but there is still the uh, the tournament of champions thing there. So they're presuming they're still going to do marvel versus capcom 2 in some fashion that was already an exhibition beforehand of course but we'll have to see exactly they didn't really say anything much but i'm still looking forward to mvc2 uh in whatever fashion they 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 bring it in 
I think that was all the fighting game news. I mean, guilt. Oh, and Guilty Gear. Just a quick notion. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive has been delayed till early quarter of next year, which makes sense considering what's going on. Uh, for some reason, you put in this uh, tweet from Nibble on Doom. Yeah, apparently there's a, like there's a. It's it's for the PC version as a kernel with the anti cheat software that could basically they can it's basically them installing a root kit in your system. Oh, it's from, it's from a Reddit thread that's somebody who posted it. So, yeah, you posted a tweet that links to a Reddit thread that links to a Bethesda forum post. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> what? My fault. I'm right there. I looked it over. I just I just figured it's important to, to point it in there. Okay. Considering the reception on Doom Eternal has been kind of weird, and obviously, I don't know if y'all been following the drama between the uh, uh, Mick Gordon and Bethesda, how he hates how the the tracks was mi- the tracks were mixed. No, no. Oh yeah, he's he he doesn't like how it's mixed, and Bethesda blames him, but he blames Bethesda. It's it's interesting, and he doesn't he's not going to work on the. He's already said he's not working on the next Doom game, whatever it is. Hmm. So, yeah, that game kind of just went by the wayside for me. It's like came away. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that played it said it's even better than the first one, but I just feel like it didn't get the traction. Yeah. Um, okay. So, last story for the day is a long-rumored Diablo 2 remaster is coming this year. Apparently. R- yeah, rumored to be coming yes. this year. But, this is awesome because Diablo 2 is great. Um, and, I mean... There's obviously the thing of like, do you support Blizzard? But you know, it's blah, blah, blah. but Diablo two. <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> like, this is the game I played from the time it came out until Diablo three came out. I don't think I've ever been that devoted to one game. I've been devoted to a series for that long, but not one game. And granted, it was like multiple restarts, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I've played through that entire game multiple times over the course of like eight years. And I would probably do it again. Let's be honest. Uh, so a French news outlet, uh, Act 2 Gaming, is reporting that the game, which uh, it believes to be called Diablo 2 Resurrected, will launch Q4 2020. Uh, the editor... editor, the editor has previously corrected predicted announcements for Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, and uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands, so they're pretty reputable. Uh, the article cites sources close to the studio. It suggests that Vicarious Visions is supporting Blizzard on the project. They're busy. Uh, yeah, they used to work on Destiny 2 stuff. They did the PC version. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, they did Crash Bandicoot. They did uh, uh, Crash Team Racing. They're doing Tony Hawk, and now this. Like, that... They're doing better than ever, arguably. Yeah. Um, that's that's really all there is. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. If you get Diablo two, I'll get Diablo two. That's pretty much how it's going to go. I, okay. I, they're not my. These are not my kind of games. Um. All right. So I got you. So that's the last news story. Uh, Mike in the chat. Ben. Mike the TV. Okay, uh, he asked. He's me, off his game. It's okay. Sorry. 
Yes. I wanted to talk about the games I played, and right when I was getting my turn, Thunderstorm, bitch. Oh, yeah, nah. I forgot. You didn't have your turn. <laughs> a lot, too. That's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll get to no, you no, after no. the question, then. Yeah, um, yeah. I forgot all about that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I didn't want to interrupt the flow. Like, I, I thought you were going to do it after the question. I didn't know you forgot. Yeah. Uh, so the question is, uh, highly desired game for the next-gen console. Fuck. We don't know that many. Yeah, that's the thing. Or is it? Or is he asking like, what would we want? Like, is it like? I think that's the question. Mike, let me know, please. Oh, that could be. He'll end up probably saying both because he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, I I I know my answer, and it's. I mean, my answer for both, like you know, most anticipated and most desired, because I don't. It hasn't been confirmed yet. Would be Spider Man Two. I, I I had that in my mind. Like, but that Justin, thing that, that movie came thinking. out in 2002. It's available now. It's on the PS2. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Spud, Spider-Man 2 is a very good game. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was that was exactly in my mind. The same thing I was thinking was like, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see a Spider-Man 2. That would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, they did that tech demo of like Spider-Man running on PS5 with no load times or anything. Yeah. I guarantee they're working on it. And it'll probably be cross-platform, which is good, because I don't want to get a PS5 for a while. Um, but like, if we're thinking of actual games that like we know are coming and will be on next-gen, I mean, probably Halo Infinite, even though we know nothing about that game. Yeah, that's like the only other game we know that's like actually going to be a next-gen game. Right. Well, yeah. and I guess like Starfield or whatever it's called from Bethesda. Yeah... That's a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything really because we don't know a whole lot. Um, I don't even know what Sony has coming for their launch titles. Knack three, let's go. <laughs> it's gonna be a weird launch because like all of this stuff is hitting right around the time you know people are getting ready for the launch of new consoles. So it's either gonna be a really light launch or they're gonna delay it. And there's going to be a bunch of games that are going to be available for the previous gen as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't it, see it, anything on launch being exclusive. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Uh, ben, say yours. Uh, a, a hopeful, a, a actual Superman game. Like, that is like, like, like come on. Like, it's. Rocksteady's not working on a Superman game. I'm not, I'm not saying Rocksteady has to do it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I, that would, that would make me buy a next gen console if, if it's like, you know no, how many they... times we've heard you say that will make me buy a next gen console and then you never buy it? Listen, it's bad <laughs> time. Bad time. It's they haven't a catered. It's not my fault. Nintendo gives me the things I want. Um, as for like most anticipated, this is kind of cheating because I didn't play it. But like, can we fucking Final Fantasy VII remake part two, like that? Oh, like, oh yeah, for sure. Like that's like like I want I want to know where it goes. Um, what if they if they do anything different? They don't do anything different. Like that's that's it right there. I mean, because like the Switch is going to be Nintendo's thing for a while, so that's not going to be next gen for a while, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, you know, Please support it for a while. Yeah. This time. I mean, hey, shit. How much money that makes? They, you know, I like. I don't at this point. Like, I know, like some people are saying, like, oh, but it's not going to get the ports. I don't care about the ports. Just give me indie games and give me your first parties. That's all I care about with you. It's cool that I've gotten good thirty party support. Within the first three years of its life cycle, but you know, but yeah, those are my hopefuls. Or maybe, a, maybe an actual Godzilla game that doesn't get delisted after like a year, please. Maybe 
Maybe? King of the no. Monsters 2. Oh my god, yes. That'd be yes. cool. Please. Keep... <laughs> Wait, didn't we have one of those? Did we? I didn't think we did. There was a Godzilla game that came out for the PS4, um, but you can't buy it anymore. Yeah. No, I thought there was another Destroy All Monsters game. For the GameCube? Probably. But it like wasn't as good. Probably. I don't know. I don't remember. All right. Uh, so, Ben, what have you been playing? So, um, I beat Trials of Mana. Um, nice. Hey, there you go. Yeah, that. Like, easy. Like, I'm going to say it right now. Uh, it's 1A, 1B, and 1C with Trials of Mana, Chrono Trigger, and, um, or Chrono Trigger, Trials of Mana, and Final Fantasy VI. Like, it's, they're, like, <laughs> all great for their own different reasons. But I think Trials of Mana beats it just a bit better because it handles its second half way better than Final Fantasy VI does. Um, graphically, I think it looks great. It was su- And what's cool, and then I looked it up, is that depending on who you choose, not only does it affect, like, your ending, but, like, you get, there's three different end bosses, like so, like two characters get one the same boss, another two get another, you know stuff like that. So that's in that's more replayability, replayability right there. Um, you know, music is great, uh, heartwarming. It was really good. There's like a cool Darth Vader moment, Luke Skywalker Darth Vader moment in there that I didn't see coming. I am your father. Um, yeah, no, yeah. So this oh. is spoiler because I have to talk about it. Uh, well, fuck, I don't know because the remake's out. Never mind, I won't talk about it. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, because like like the game technically been out for a while but <laughs> let, let's just say that you don't i don't say who it is because it could be anybody because there's six characters um but there's like there's a cool moment where i went oh and then like the and even the fight music was like all somber and shit so it's like it made the fight more impactful uh had the minor complaints considering it's an older snes game but god damn it we were robbed we were fucking robbed back in the midnight like this would have this would have been i i'm confident saying that this would have been one of like those games, like it's already talked about it enough, right? With with mm-hmm. people, you know, doing the emulation stuff. But I feel like it would have been even bigger with people if it came out normally. And you what know? sucks is like the main thing I hear about the remake is it's like it's the perfect version of that game, but that means it's also a dated '90s game coming out in 2020. Yeah. Which is which is fine because I I think the original have, having played the dated nineties game without like some minor complaints aside I think it's still play you can still play it to this day, mm-hmm. um, and my life flickered I thought I almost went that went away again, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah go play Trials of Mana whether it's the old one the collection of Mana um, or the remake I think you're gonna do a great job either way personally I think you should play the old one first and especially if you love older JRPGs you know. Like and you know you could probably find the collection of Mana for like anywhere from twenty bucks to like you know thirty bucks. It's not a not, not a bad uh, deal. And it, God, and it's like I hear everybody worship Secret of Mana, and Secret of Mana is so trash compared to this game. Yep. It's so trash from everything. Um, God, okay, yeah, that's that's enough. Trials of Mana, damn good. One of, one of the best RPGs I've played. Like seriously. Um, it's too bad the monasteries, from what I understand, goes downhill very, very fast after this, which sucks. But I like I, Legend of Mana. I will yeah. die on that hill. That's fine. I don't. I don't have an experience. I just going off of what one random YouTuber said. So um, that validity may be skewed. But hey, at least you, random YouTubers. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Hey, at least you got the one. You got that one that's epic. Uh. But also, I've played way more Animal Crossing than I thought. By the way, anybody? I don't know if I, I never said this on Twitter, but I, I was in. I've been in self quarantine because uh, something happened personally in my life. Um. I'm, I've tested negative. Um. 
So I'm just basically waiting, just chilling out the rest of the last week of my stuff. I just have to go back to work. But uh, in the meantime, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Every day I played it every day. And I I'm I love this game. Like, it's it's crazy. I thought I would have dropped this game hard. Uh, and I haven't done a lot of multiplayer stuff with Justin or Thomas a lot. I've, I visited Thomas's island recently, and he came to my island. But, like, you know, I thought... Sooner or later, the clip, the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall off. You know, I'm gonna play another game or something, something. But it hasn't happened. Like I wake up every morning. I, w- I usually wait till nine because that's when the Able Sisters open up. And you know, I, I do my things, but then I end up staying on for another hour. Just you know, either I, oh, I find a present. Oh, I get a DIY thing. Oh, I'll do this. Oh, I'll do that. Like, and I just posted some pics on Twitter of like some of the things I have going on because like. Like, I just like doing it. It makes me happy. Like, it's just, it's really relaxing. And then, like, I get, like, these spurts of creativity of, like, oh, I'll put this here. I got two bridges now. I have an incline. I know where I'm going to put another incline. Like, it's 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 fun. It and scratches, I think... like, both itches of, like, creativity and then also routine. Yeah, most so, definitely. And the routine oh. is something nice to have, especially now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it, it's great. I love all my villagers, unlike some of you people out there who just detest some of them and you want to hit them. Like, I love all of them. Um, I got a new villager named Colton. He's a horse. Uh, I knew I wanted him to stay in there because he mentioned wrestling in his first introduction. I'm like, you're in. You're in. I love you. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's it's great. Yeah, he came to my uh, island and whacked me with a net. <laughs> he whacked you with a net? You whacked me with a net. Oh yeah, yeah, we did that. Oh, so it was, it was great. So did he call um, you trash? Yeah, of uh, course I did. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, that's my calling card. Cool. <laughs> that's saw, how you know I saw love my your... basement with one plant and a DIY card laying on the floor with a stone trash. next to it. Yeah, trash. And then he says trash. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great, Thomas. I love your island. Um, I like your island. I need, I need, I need to invite y'all. I've made some. Not, I haven't made any like island modifications because I kind of like how everything is right now, with the exception of including more inclines. I kind of don't want to do the terraforming stuff. I'll, I say that now, and then when I get the ability, I'll be like, well, I, I can move this here, can move this here. Um, it starts so, off just like wanting to like fix a few things, and then you go crazy. Yeah, well, let, I, let me cross that bridge when they get I, there. I had one friend that made a uh, triple waterfall. Nice. That sounds okay. You're giving me this. The only thing I hate is this stupid fucking turnip shit. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't like it. I'm doing it because it's funny. No, I, I mentioned this. this so oh, did you? Oh, did you? Okay, so yeah. Thomas selling for 111. I don't. I didn't buy a lot of turnips because I really don't have a lot of. I don't have. I don't have a lot of bells. Like, well, I'll just buy a certain amount so I still have some money over. I was going to say, maybe you don't want to come over and buy it, but I didn't say anything because I just let you do what you want to do. Yeah, and then like, um, not even a minute later, I have to get back from Thomas's Island selling the thing. He goes, hey, you guys want to come over to uh, my Twitter DMs, uh, another friend, uh, he goes, you want to come, hey, you guys want to come down and my island, they're selling for 572. I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? (laughs) I'm like, like, I just hate this. I hate it. It's like, it's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. But outside of that, like the game is the game is fantastic. Um, and uh, other than that, the only uh, other than that, I so I'm gonna get a little negative right now because I played the wonderful 101 for Switch oh. remastered for Switch. I'm gonna get negative. <laughs> um, 
I don't regret backing it, right? Because no, a lot. You don't? I, I don't because it's technically a finished game. It's not broken. It's mm. playable. The problem I <laughs> oh, have it's playable. Is, it sounds really good. Yeah, the problem <laughs> I have with it is that I don't think it transitioned well from the Wii U to the Switch, and I don't think it's going to transfer well to other consoles. So that's kind of what I was worried about. Yeah, don't. I'm saying right now, don't buy it. Just if you have a Wii U, just play that version. I've spent the forty bucks, whatever. I have it. It's whatever. Um, I'm not going to be mad about it. Uh, it's 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 competent. It works. The frame rate's nicer. The only thing graphically I don't like is that they added a sheen to all the wonderful ones. Like they look, it looks wrong. Like like, like plasticky. It's, it's, yeah, like not even the good mm. plasticky. There's like a they like chrome figures and not in a good way. Mm. Um, and I kept the, the 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 main component in this. And this is platinum, so it kind of plays as a platinum game. And it doesn't. So basically, you play as a group of characters that you can recruit other characters by drawing a circle. And the main, and how to draw your weapons instead of like doing a traditional, like in Bayonetta, you press, you know, ZL, ZR, or your, your trigger, your bumper buttons. And, or in this game, in order to draw a weapon, you have to do weapons, you have to draw. Um, in the Wii U version, um, you have to, you would, you could use the gamepad. So like to do a fist, you would do a circle. If you wanted to do a sword, you draw a straight line. And that's pretty fine early on, right? You're not going to get those. Then you get a whip. You have to draw like a like a curve. Then you get like a hammer, which is like a like a sickle kind of symbol. Um, the issue is is that then you get to like the claws, which is like a zigzag. But then because you have to you have to use the right trigger, you can use the touchscreen on the Wii U on the, on the Switch if you're playing in like on dock mode or handheld mode. But it's not nearly as responsive as the Wii U's gamepad was. You it'll. The game doesn't, and the, the game does not do a good enough job of reading what you're trying to draw, and it's so frustrating. Because one of the fun things about platinum games, is, especially Bayonetta, is when you have different weapons and switching between weapons and chaining attacks. You can't do that in this game. It's hard unless you're just doing cert, like sword and fist. That's all you're going to be doing. Because and which seems because they're fun, but you have more other things. And the whole the and like sometimes they'll put you in situations where you have to draw specific things to in like a quick time event so it wants you to draw the hammer but it doesn't register the hammer for some reason even though i drew it similarly or it wants and then the, the one that literally pushed me over the edge was the bomb which is basically an upside down like circle it looks like a bomb it and it's in a cutscene you have six seconds to do it and it it just wouldn't read it and i was like i'm done I'm done. I even I've installed the game. Like I'm just I'm just done. And I was at the end. I was like I can't do this. And the only reason what made me go through with it, finish as far as I did, was like the boss fights were fun because the boss fights didn't really require too much. Like it was all they were. It's big action set pieces, and you know maybe you have to draw a line or you have to jump or something. But like and and like combat is way the camera's way too close when it doesn't need to. And you're gonna get blindsided like crazy. The dodge function sucks. And in order to draw, you have, like, under your health meter, you have, like, these batteries. If you use too much of it, you can't use a weapon or, you know, and the, the bigger your weapon is, the more damage is. The smaller your weapon is, the less. It's just, like, and again, all of it would have been fine if it's on the Wii U version because you can use the gamepad to draw it. And that's what made it, that's what made it fun. Don't buy this on modern consoles. I'm telling you that right now. Just, just find a Wii U in the trash somewhere. Uh, we probably actually won't find one. I think they're supposedly like there's people are scalping them, but they're coveted now. Um, but play that version. I know the frame rate sucks. The frame rate is a lot better in this game. They fixed that. Um, but 
Like it's it, it brings out like the, these were bad design decisions in the first in the first place, right? <laughs> but they they worked because you could you had the op because you could still use the right trigger the right analog stick to draw in the original version, but you have the Wii U gamepad to work off it. And the other thing is that certain sections you had to you would go into like a room, and you would you and like the camera would be like at a lower angle and you have to move around there. But then the main TV screen will show you like the overall because you're trying to solve them. You're trying to open a door inside this thing. In the Wii U version, again, you could look at the game pad and then the main screen with that. That's that worked. Now it's just, they have like this weird thing where they'll have dual mode where they'll have the radar that was the Wii U game pad and on the same screen. And it just doesn't, it doesn't look nearly as good at all. Like you can't, it's just like, it's a competent, it's a good part. There's technically nothing wrong with it, but it, it just, it brings out the flaws even more so. Like it's, it's a heavily, it's a heavily flawed game from a design standpoint. That's, I hate, I'm going to say it right now, even though technically the Wii version has war, has a worse frame rate, that's the more optimal version to play because you have the option to use the, the game pad for drawing. And it's easy to do it that way. But no more negativity. Um, the last game I played this week, and this is going to make Thomas happy, is The Witcher 3, because uh, I got that for Switch. Um, and I'm invested, question mark? I don't know. Because um, uh, I'm going to say right now, the overworld sucks. I don't like it. It's boring as fuck. It reminds me of Skyrim. I don't like it. Um, it's it's just like, it like nothing captivates. And maybe it's because I haven't been to, like, you know the witch's place or whatever, or any of your big city, but like, it's really underwhelming when you're like, it's just fields. And then I went to the other area. It's literally, it looks all the same and I get it. It's the same geographical location. So of course it's going to be like the same, but there's like nothing to look at. Interesting. All that. Like, this is just coming from pure aesthetic reasons. Uh, combat. Well, it's more aesthetically pleasing in the PC version. I mean, not even that. Like, like, because yeah. like it runs at a stable frame rate. It's not even that stuff. It's just like how, from a, from an aesthetic, how everything looks. Like, it's not even graphics wise. Because Gerald looks fine. Gerald looks great. In fact, he's the only. He's the, like like Gerald's a lot of reason why I want to keep playing the game because like just how cool he sounds. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I have a brain where I like checking checking, uh, ticking check boxes. You know. And there's a billion question marks on the maps, and I just like going over there. And no, that's what I did. Yeah, I did that all in White Orchid. White Orchid. Yeah. Um, and and most of them were like, and I thought the quests were cool because the quests, like the some of the side quests that I did in White Orchid, yeah, I side, thought the side quests are like kind of the 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 main thing of the game, I guess. Um, same with the main quests, it, the, the, all the sides, like all the random side stuff, you could just skip past that. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I thought, like, really cool. yeah, well, I did, I mean, some of the side quests I did, like, the first one I did was, like, this dude was, like, I need to get water from a well, but, like, there's a haunting there, and you go there, and then there's, like, oh, this woman was murdered, so you find out why she was murdered, and you find a noon wraith. I, it, it's borderline overwhelming to me, because of all, like, the potion stuff, and then the craft, and then the, the crafting stuff, like, and then you can only carry so much in your gear, because of the weight limit shit, I'm, like, like that stuff, I I don't like. Like that's just like I don't. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just from a pure, like my my preference kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, or and then money's hard to come by. Like especially yeah, you get in, a lot of money, you don't really need to use it. How am I gonna buy shit then and get better armor? Um, especially uh, you, you need make better armor. Yeah, you got a craft that costs money. Um, 
So, like, yeah, it's like maybe it gets better when I'm leveling up. I'm still early game, only level four. Um, once you get to like the uh, once you get past um, like the Red Baron stuff, like the Red Baron quest is amazing, and uh, same with the ones with the kids. I don't know if you've found that quest or you've done that quest yet. No, I don't think so. I've only I've only done I've only met Yennefer who okay. whew, that, she's a fox even in the even in this version. Um uh-huh. uh have but no I have No I've not I've heard of her. Okay. Um I've heard of her, I've not seen her. But the game gave me two options and it's like, well I'll just go to the weaker option and just go there. Yeah, all the best um, stuff is like the characters and the stories. Yeah, so I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna follow the main stories and you know, maybe like, oh, okay, the side quest is interesting. Like, I was doing one side quest where it's like this lady's like, oh, these statues are need to be repaired. So like, okay, I'll, that seems easy enough. And I go to one of the fucking scorpion level eleven demon there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why? Why is this here? That's mean. Um, and I try to fight it and I died. Uh, but like, I think what makes me kind of not all in love with this game is just like that, like it, just the whole you have to prepare for shit and you oh, have see, to. I love that stuff. Like, maybe I'll, like, because, like, I feel like, well, then not now, like, part of me, this is in my brain, where it's like, well, now I gotta find this stuff, and where am I gonna find this stuff? I'm not gonna remember where everything's at, and I could go to an herbalist, but that's gonna cost money, and money is hard to come by in this game, it seems like, um, unless I do more Have, side... I guess you were forced to play Gwent, right? No, I never played Gwent. I, I refuse to play card games in in uh, in any game. I I'm refuse. I'm sure there's, like, one mission where you're forced to play Gwent. It hasn't happened yet. Okay. There was a, there was a side quest in the castle when you kind of like when you meet after you meet Jennifer that's like that's like oh I was like oh a side quest yippee and I walked to him and he goes you want to play Gwent I'm like nope I'm not gonna play <laughs> you made the right decision yeah uh, I I refuse to play any card game in any game me and Justin Don't. are in agreement where Gwent is terrible okay yeah I I just think all card games inside actual video games are terrible except for Red Dead Redemption two with poker or Red Dead Redemption one with poker that was yeah, it's fun. Poker. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. But any kind Mod of like, dog in yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen is terrible. Yeah, or like I mean, remember when I reviewed Shovel Knight or uh, uh, um, uh, King Knight's thing last year? Like mm-hmm. I hated the card game. There is is bad, and at the end of that game, they burn all they they and they fucking canceled the card thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So like I'm kind of enjoying it. Like it's just it's just some aesthetics. I think Gerald is a very cool character. Yeah. I think he hold. I think he's like the large reason, and in like sort of the story of like why are they chasing Yennefer, uh, Siri? Yep. You know what's going on? Like that has me intrigued. So I don't want to spoil of, anything. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you a question. Where like, have you done something yet? But that's kind of a spoiler. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I'm surprised I haven't spoiled on this game at all, considering it's been out since 2015. Because <laughs> there's, like, there's a lot of really cool stuff that you're in. You're in uh, store for. Okay, I, I hope so because like I'm not like is it not I don't not like it. I like the combat actually surprisingly. Like dodging feels great, um, pairing feels great. Using the signs is cool. My favorite is uh, Inri, which is the fire one. That's really cool. I like the idea of having two different swords, one for demons, one for uh, regular people, regular demons. things. I, yeah, or monsters. I like that idea. That's really really cool. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of I stuff I do like. There's just stuff that, uh, again, I look at the al- every time I go to the alchemy page, I'm like, where do I find this and how do I get it? And then, okay, I need that, but I don't know where to find it. Uh, like yeah. that, that part is like, fuck, man. I, um, yeah, 
I really like that stuff because it's just like I feel like I'm a witcher. I'm like an actual bounty hunt, like monster bounty and, hunter. Like yeah, and, I, and, and researching and stuff. But I feel like I'm lazy. But then like you have the weight limit thing. That's makes you, that that makes me stop looting because because I've I've actually hit weight limit and it makes you have walk. You, have you got a chest yet? No, I don't know how, dude. Uh, 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 there's like inns and stuff where you there's like chests there where you can just drop off all your crap that you don't use. Is that the green? Okay, okay, I've I've okay. Then I've been to an inn that has a green chest. I thought it was just a loot thing. No, it's a okay. Green, so oh yeah, it's a storage chest. Okay, and it goes anywhere. Like wherever you go, it follows. Oh, you. Yeah. thank you. That's actually a nice tip. Um, none none of the fucking beginner videos I saw highlighted that assholes. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, but I, I don't hate it, and I think the Switch version is fine. Like, I think, and actually, this is, they recently patched it where, like, it's a lot better. That's like, cool. the, like, the frame rate is steady. Like, I, maybe in cutscenes, it's a little, like, there's, there's obviously severe pop in, which that's whatever. Yeah. But, like, it's, it runs, like, nicely for what it is, and it's kind of, cr- I, there was one issue where I had, where, like, I was doing a quest. With, it's one of the first, I think it's probably the first side quest you see is like you got you get this guy's like this merchant who's like oh I've been attacked and then like well why are there arrows here asshole and um he got away because like he got on his horse and I couldn't get Roach quick enough I'm like Wait, what the fuck I love that I don't he like calls that. all of his horses Roach it's great yeah I I don't I don't like that you can fail quests because like I took quests from the signboard and then like I guess I advanced the story too much and then they became failed I'm like wait what like the one where like you you get the buckwheat thing uh like she tells you oh you can give her swallow but she might scream and i'm like i don't have (laughs) i don't have (laughs) i didn't do that because i didn't have the ingredients for swallow because i don't know where to find that shit um so i I, ingredients you need for swallow yeah i don't i don't i didn't look and then next thing i know okay it's too late i'm like she died i'm like oh well shit (laughs) um well i'm an asshole um yeah the like the yeah I'm fifty fifty on it right now. All right. Like I don't hate it. I kind I'm leaning more towards liking it because of Gerald because his yeah. voice actor is like just brings that love. He's a fucking cop basically. Like he, he's he's he he's, he's that he's that he's that um that that gunslinger who comes into town who goes yeah. I'm gonna solve your problems and that makes you want to play more for the right it's price. It's to yeah. is to is to be him and to be the the badass with the heart of gold. Like seriously. Yeah. 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 Like, like that's it. Like, I can see. I mean, Henry Cavill already convinced me enough, and I can see where, like, you know, he he kind of tr- channels this version a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But seriously, it, it's it's Gerald. Like, it's that's like the yeah. sole reason why I'm pushing. All it. the character stuff is great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just my my goal right now is just do the story mode, loot everything, and then you know just dump it off and just try to get armor. It's just like I'm so used to. I'm not used to playing like Western esque RPGs. Or like you have to craft stuff to make the armor. I remember, and... this started off as a CRPG, so you probably a... never played one of those before. Yeah, exactly. So this is a completely different experience. So, yeah. Um, it, yeah, like like I said, it's it's I'm enjoying what I'm playing, um, and it's just I'm hoping the story hooks me more. It's already hooked me, but it's like doing the other stuff feels like like. It's it's just like I said, the crafting alchemy, that stuff has me worried that that'll kill. I love Mike's the alchemy because like as soon as you make the potion, you don't have to make it again. Yeah, because of the alcohol. Yeah, because yeah, as long as you have alcohol, you just meditate and... and it's back. Which I love that. I love that's the yeah. way you heal. That's such a cool thing. 
Um, but there, there's a lot of systems in this game, man. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, there, um, is, there is. But but I'll stop talking. I'll probably talk more about The Witcher Three next week because again, I'll probably I'm gonna try Please to play as much as finish the Baron stuff because it's yeah. I'll, I'll I'll probably play that tonight. Um, I want you to just like yell at me once you finished it. Four a.m. five a.m. Thomas, you're not gonna believe. Why didn't you warn me? <laughs> um, yeah, but no, like no, um. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm not gonna because I don't think I can beat this before Xenoblade Chronicles comes out at the end of May. Oh no! But you... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to get through as much as I can. I see still what I finished the damn game. Damn, that makes me feel better. Um, <laughs> I do like that it gives you like an animated cuts and animated profile of like what you're supposed to be doing last. That oh, yeah. part that's I, really cool. Yeah, that's that's really neat, and that makes me feel comfortable while putting the game down for long stretches of time. But uh, that's enough. I'm, that's all I really played. Uh, I beat a legendary game, more Animal Crossing, and I am a medieval cowboy badass now. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Justin, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Um, I'm gonna continue Uncharted Two. I just don't know when yet. Maybe yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. Let me know because I'll be there for the streams like I was last week. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. I've just I was I've been grumpy, so I try not to stream when I'm grumpy. But sometimes I don't know it until like I'm in the game and doing poorly, and then I'm like, "Ugh, it's coming out!" Yeah, <laughs> like I got I got to stop. I I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a difficult balance when you're in isolation, you know. Yeah. Uh, ben. Um, Twitter.com slash Marvel Ziggy, where you can find pictures of my Animal Crossing island. I'm I'm trying to get better of hosting more of my Animal Crossing content, um, and not caring that the fact that it doesn't look like some of these other people's islands. You know, I think I think I'm I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm fine showcasing my stuff. You got now. a good ass island. I'm jealous. Yeah, um, it's just random shit thrown everywhere. Um, but good it's random shit. Good. I tried. My 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 thing is uh, chaotic togetherness whatever it's not a word uh but yeah twitter.com is marvelous Ziggy for all things me and shitting on smash players who can't deal with zoning or timeouts controlled chaos that's what you're looking for controlled chaos yeah uh you can find me on twitter csu thomas i'm also on twitch as kane play stuff we stream the shows every 9 p.m eastern until... every 9 p.m yeah every friday at 9 p.m <laughs> fuck you <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah uh so you can find me at uh you can find the podcast on itunes stitcher anywhere you get podcasts uh we're also on youtube um email me thomas at charshot.com and i'm gonna leave it there and have a good night and enjoy your games wash your hands <laughs>